the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Lifeline with Craig Roberts. He's the host of Northern California's longest-running conservative talk show. He's a man with a message, a conservative with compassion. He's Lifeline's own Craig Roberts. Good afternoon, Northern California. Welcome. Just about five minutes after the hour, 5 p.m., as we welcome you to another edition of Lifeline. Keeping you company Monday through Friday at this time, as we typically do, addressing issues that impact your life, your world, and your Christian walk. Well, you know, we hear a lot these days about inflation and what it means and the impact on our take-home pay and how much money ultimately we have in the bank. And when you hear numbers like 2% per annual basis, it doesn't sound to be too terribly frightening or intimidating, but it's the cumulative total of inflation over the years, over the decades, that can really provide the gotcha. For example, if your parents retired in the 1970s when inflation averaged 7.25% per year, over the course of just a decade, that means costs would have gone up 103.45%. 1980s weren't, frankly, too much better. An average rate of inflation, about 5.8%. Over the course of a decade, 64.41%. So if 7% is terrible, then 2% must be okay, right? Well, let's take, for example, the 25-year period between 1990 and 2015. If you would anticipate being retired in about 10, 20, 25, 30-something years, the cumulative total over that period of 25 years came to 89.2%. Let's break it down. Something you bought in 1990 that cost $100 just 25 years later costs $189. And Pat, when you begin to think about the cumulative total of inflation and the impact on retirement dollars, all of a sudden, just a paltry number of 2 or 3% really adds up really quickly. It's kind of a sleeper thing. It really comes from behind and sneaks up on you. And sometimes you never really get spooked by it because you don't really understand the dramatic impact of your spending dollars. And you hit on those numbers. It is mind-boggling to see the dramatic impact. And when I hear people say, well, I don't want to take a lot of risk. I want to put my money at the bank getting point oh nothing percent. And then you hear the numbers you just shared. It is a dramatic impact on your lifestyle. And you don't realize it until it's way too late. We talk about taking a prudent level of risk your entire lifetime. Unfortunately, that means putting your money out there in some way, shape, or form, whether it's some stock bond asset allocation mix to keep up with inflation. And failure to do that, you just can't afford to live in the Bay Area anymore. You're in the unenviable position of making some trade-off decisions that you probably hadn't thought about. That's why we talk on the show every week about some asset allocation range of risk that will at least provide some modicum of a negative impact on erosion of your buying power. It's all about what can you afford to buy? Is your money keeping up with this very subtle growth of cost of living and and the budget issues have a dramatic impact. There's an example of your retirement budget is $50,000 
per year. And inflation is just 1%. Assuming the effects of inflation compounded daily, you need 55000 in 10 years to enjoy the same purchasing power. In 20 years, you need 61000 Just take a box of cereal and you'd see the compound impact of the buying power. And guess what? Those boxes of cereal are shrinking. Have you noticed? We used to buy a pound of pasta, a pound of spaghetti, and now you're down to like 10-ounce bag for more uh, money. So we don't like to think of those things, and we get real conservative in retirement, but it has a dramatic impact on our lifestyle later in years. The growth of prices over time, that affects how we're going to live. can't get a part-time job when you're 78 years old. You're not as attractive to an employer to be a Walmart greeter or a Home Depot employee. So it becomes a little bit more um, onerous to make those budget numbers when just at the time when your medical bills start to build up as well. Those prices have had serious issues. Medical inflation has been double digit for as long as we've been tracking those numbers. When regular inflation on average over the last many years is 3.28%. 3.28%. Craig, those are big numbers for a long-term inflation average. Yes, the last couple of years, it's only been hovering around 1%, but the long-term impact is big. And guess what? The government's numbers for inflation excludes food and fuel. Those are the two big issues, food and fuel. And um, when your cost of living for your Social Security does not include food and fuel, the increases in the last 10 years has been zero to less than 1%. So we really need to think in terms of the correlation between risk and inflation, realizing that if we're not seeing a minimum, and again, it depends year over year, but if we're not seeing a minimum return on our investment of about 2% per annum, at least based on the, the current inflation rate, you're not even breaking even then, are you? You're not holding your position, let alone growing your position that will allow you to cover unexpected expenditures later on in life, such as health care costs, which we know have run pretty consistent, almost double-digit inflation for the last decade plus. If you are in the unenviable position of putting a grandchild through college or a child through college, we know education inflation has far outpaced everything. You know, medical costs have gone up a lot, but then sprinkle in education costs. That gets even more ludicrous with each passing year. It's that silent killer, if you will, that will hurt you badly over the long term. Taking some risk is absolutely essential in your retirement budget. Now, when we talk about risk, let's balance that with how we protect our principal, because a lot of people still have, Pat, I think in their mouth, a very sour taste over the experiences of 2008, 2009. We know some people in high levels of risk lost up to third, maybe half of their portfolio. If you have time to recoup and recover, that's not such a bad thing. But if you're right at the cusp of retirement or in it, that can be a very frightening thing. So how do we balance that? And and does our degree of risk then begin to change as we reach retirement and move through retirement? Certainly, we're going to take a whole lot less risk in retirement. For those who are still working, you want to have a fair amount of exposure to the stock market. That goes without saying. And then as you retire, you you begin to back off. And we, we create an algorithm that takes into account the less roller coaster ride you want to take. When you're working and you're 10 years out, you actually don't mind. We really do. But if you think about it, you'd rather have the market be very low and correct badly when you're working because you're buying shares at a screaming price. You know, those people who are, who are years away from retirement in 08 
or buying shares 50% off cost. You load up on a lot of shares when they're 50% off, and then several years later when markets recover, wow, those share prices look really attractive because they're now a whole lot higher. When you're retired, you want the share prices of your stocks or of your mutual funds or whatever you're owning to be high. So when you're cashing out, you're cashing out a really high price and that gives you pleasure because you bought them low. In retirement, you, you never want them to go down. You always want them to be high. You always want the stock market to be high so that you're cashing out at higher prices. So you're going from the contribution phase when you're working to the distribution phase when you're retired. And ideally, there are record high share prices and you are enjoying some wonderful distribution because you're not really buying, in most cases, many more shares. You're not contributing to IRAs and 401ks, to your retirement plans. You're only cashing them out. So you don't want big corrections. You don't want bad markets for a whole variety of reasons, for psychological reasons, certainly. But for arithmetic reasons, you want to cash out high share prices so that your principal pretty much stays intact. You're enjoying that continued appreciation of your principal, and it almost feels like your balance is not going down. In many, many cases, in retirement, even though you're taking required minimum distributions out, your principal pretty much stays the same, or in many cases, goes up, and that feels good. You don't want to be eroding your principal too early in uh, retirement. Yes, when you're 87, start spending the principal and you're not as concerned when you're hitting late 80s, early 90s if you're eroding your principal. A conversation as we look at the impact of inflation on retirement. When we come back, are there things that we can do to ensure a comfortable retirement? And now back to Lifeline with Craig Roberts. We've been talking about the impact of inflation upon retirement, and as we're learning from our host, Pat Vitucci, it's not just what happens year over year, but really the long-term cumulative impact of inflation. And, Pat, we've shared some examples in the first part of the program where over the course of, say, just a decade in the 1970s when our parents retired, my goodness, they experienced inflation in that 10-year period Cumulative total of 103.45%. That's a pretty significant erosion of buying power. Now, certainly, as we've discussed, the whole matter of taking a look at risk, the correlation between risk and inflation to make sure that there's proper diversification inside of your portfolio is critically important. But I have to wonder, is there a means by which we can also insure ourselves against inflation? I mean, we insure our cars, we insure our homes, we insure our health. Is there a way that we can insure part of our retirement? Well, there are. If you own a home, you probably have insurance on your house. If you own a car, you almost certainly have car insurance. So there are ways for, in the investing world to guarantee and insure income for life. A very controversial word. I'm going to use it. Guess what, Craig? It's called an annuity. And there is so much on the internet about annuities. A lot of great stuff. And there are a lot of very negative things that, frankly, I think mislead. Talk about the guy or gal who just retired in 2008, had a giant chunk of money and retired. And his giant chunk of money was cut in half. If he had some of that money in an annuity, he would, would have gone on for the rest of his life at that guaranteed income rate. The only thing that the, the annuity does, it turns the liability over to an insurance company, just like you do with your house, just like you do with your car. You turn some money over to an insurance company. Yes, there are fees. You got to look at the prospectus, understand what the fee structure is. But if you can live with the fee and say, okay, I'm going to buy a fixed annuity, or I'm going to buy a variable annuity, or I'm going to buy some hybrid fixed index annuity, 
All it simply does is you give the insurance company a chunk of money and they say, we're going to guarantee this income for the rest of your life. And if you've lived to be 117, that's okay. And if you lived for two more weeks, we're sorry. And we're going to give your chunk of money over to your beneficiaries. There are a few exceptions to that. If you buy an immediate annuity, you pick the wrong elections, the insurance company keeps the balance. So you probably don't want to pick those kinds of plans. But if the kind of plan you have is a fixed annuity or a variable annuity or indexed annuity, the surviving balance goes to your heirs. And you want certainly want to protect your family because we don't know if our lives are going to last two weeks or 27 years. So buying an annuity for some of your money, what we call your safe money, can give you that assurance. Let's face it, we probably have a social security check, hopefully going to be guaranteed for life. We think that will survive all the politics of the day. Continue to have a social security check. Going to probably, hopefully have a good annuity check if you bought from an A or A plus rated company that they've survived through recessions and wars and depressions and all the bad stuff in life, you want to pick those companies that have the good conservative balance sheet that they can pay out claims for the rest of your life and then and upon your death, pay your beneficiaries, your spouses for the rest of their life. So there's a portion of those dollars that you would consider an annuity. Again, lots of marketing and lots of hype out there about how terrible they are, but there are billions of dollars in these plans. In fact, the government in many ways has promoted some of your money to be in an annuity. If they had their way, all your money would be in an annuity so it guarantees income so that you don't get too outrageous and, and gamble too much, lose your money, and now you become a burden for the state, which we know is very difficult. They're having troubles making ends meet right from the start. There's also another arena where we can provide a sense of security or insurance on our retirement, and that comes with the whole issue, Pat, of health care. We know certainly that uh, Medicare is there. Some people buy supplemental policies, so if there's a gap in the coverage, we certainly have some protection there. One of the biggest ways in which we can experience erosion of our capital is if we have to be in a nursing home for an extended period of time, and that's where long-term care insurance can really play an important role, can't it? You know, nobody likes to buy insurance. Nobody is fond of insurance companies. Let's face it. They take your premium. In many cases, you don't get any benefit back. But what about those cases? Then they may not be as isolated as we think. If you have a, a long-term care confinement that requires you to stay in a nursing home or you need special equipment to be brought into your home or you need adult daycare to assist, it'd be nice to depend on, on your children, but they've got commitments, commitments at work. They've got children to take care of. And now to burden a daughter or a son and somehow more frequently falls on the daughter to give up her career, to give up her life, to take care of mom or dad. And that becomes emotionally draining, financially draining. So a long-term care plan, Craig, as you point out, is simply a way to play the odds a little bit that if you have some exposure there, you get some modest check or a giant check or a complete check to cover the entire experience. In many cases, you don't need the premium Mercedes-Benz plan. Maybe you just need the Chevrolet plan that provides some offset to cover some of the very expensive costs. I mean, many of us have had experience where it's eight to 10 to 12 grand per month. And we're not talking about staying at, at the Ritz-Carlton, Craig. This is somebody that either comes into your home or you're staying at, at an assisted living place to help with just routine life. You know, whether it's helping getting dressed, helping bathing, maybe even assisting in eating or special medication, 
medication management is a very big issue. Uh, I know from firsthand experience, as our parents' cognitive skills weaken, just forgetting to take pills on a regular basis can have dramatic impact on long-term health. So long-term care is that policy that we hate to talk about, but it's sometimes a factor in our entire portfolio design which has to be included into our retirement budget. So as we've learned today, there are a number of key steps that we need to take when it comes to our planning for retirement that takes into consideration things like risk, reward, inflation rates, then, of course, the unexpected, particularly as it relates to health care later on in life. Want some help analyzing all of that to make sure, in fact, you are on track and have considered all of the ups and the downs of retirement? Why not call today and schedule a complimentary financial health and retirement plan review? Now, again, there's never any cost or obligation, and there are offices throughout the San Francisco Bay Area, Northern California, of Vitucci and Associates to serve you. To schedule your appointment, simply call toll-free 800-472-8305. That's 800 800- Four seven two eight three zero five. You can also schedule that appointment conveniently online. Simply go to don'tinvestandforget.com. And now back to Lifeline with Craig Roberts. Public school or private school? For many families, it can be a difficult decision. Do the many benefits of a private school education outweigh the cost? If you're undecided about where to enroll your child this fall, keep listening to learn about an exciting opportunity that could tilt the scales for your family. Here with more information is Craig Roberts. Public education today is facing a crisis unlike anything we've seen in decades, and it reaches into almost everything that educators do. Moral and cultural battles now seem a central feature of education, leaving school boards, educators, students in the crosshairs. Schools are on the defensive about their pandemic decision-making, their curriculums, their policies regarding race and racial equity, even the content of their libraries. Many frustrated parents are pressing for the case for more parental control and as a result are energized in a new school choice movement that is once again emerging to promote alternatives to traditional public schools. Things like remote learning, the toll of illness and death, and disruptions to what was once a dependable routine have left students academically behind, particularly students of color and those from poorer families. Behavior problems ranging from the inability to focus in class all the way to even deadly gun violence have gripped campuses across the nation. Many students and teachers say they're emotionally drained, and experts predict public schools will be struggling with the fallout for years to come. This has led many parents to begin exploring alternatives to public education, such as the many private schools that ring the San Francisco Bay Area. Today on this special program, we take a look at the challenges and the cascading problems that are felt acutely by both parents and students, and ultimately, something has got to give. So what are the options available to parents? Well, joining me now is the general manager of our radio station to talk a bit about the half-off tuition program. And Mike Shields, this is an absolutely wonderfully timed opportunity for so many parents that are struggling with what's going on in public education right now and yet wondering how can they possibly afford private education. 
Craig, you couldn't be more right. The rules have changed drastically for everybody, especially for parents trying to get a good education for their children. Let's talk about exactly what the program is about and what it offers. We certainly understand that parents value a child's education. They recognize that it's necessary for children to advance successfully through life. But we also understand that a good education can often be a expensive education. So how costly is a quality education? And tell us a bit about how this half-off tuition program can help. Well, the way the half-off tuition program is set up, uh, the parents actually purchase vouchers for a full year of tuition at the private school that they choose. And they pay one half, 50% of that first year tuition, which is a great way for the family to start off their Christian education for their children. Wow. We're talking 50% of a particular school's normal enrollment rate. And of course, for many parents, uh, that's a real make it or break it deal. I mean, we're talking about not only a remarkable degree of savings, but I imagine too, for some parents that are not quite sure, they've never sent their child previously to a private school, they don't know what to expect, they're not certain whether or not the sacrifice is going to be worth it. This really gives them an opportunity then to sort of test drive this. And I would imagine down through the last decade that many parents, after sort of, as they say, test driving the half-off tuition program, have determined that private education for their child is really the way to go. Craig, you know, in all the years that we've had our program going, over 96% of the families have continued with the education in the schools after that first year. It's amazing. Wow, so that really shows the remarkable difference that private education is making. And parents deciding once they've had the child enrolled for the first year, they've seen the outcome, they've looked at the difference, not only in terms of educational performance, but of course many other key components, an environment that is not only a healthy one toward education, and an environment where a child is really allowed to flourish in a way in which it honors the values of that family. Absolutely. It's a program that has been very successful now for over 10 years. And you, you mentioned a little earlier, you know, when you're talking about these tuitions, the full tuitions for these schools can range anywhere from five to 6,000 up to 15 to 18,000. So again, when these families get to come in the first year at 50% of those tuitions, it's a great blessing for them. It certainly is. And of course, at this juncture, we want to point listeners to a special website that's been established that helps you understand more information, get a look at the list of all the schools across the greater San Francisco Bay Area that are participating, understand more about the terms of the program, and also an opportunity to get some questions addressed. And you can simply go online to get more information to halfofftuitions.com. That's halfofftuitions.com. Mike, let's talk a bit about how the program works and specifically how the schools get involved. For example, how does a parent know if maybe a school in their neighborhood that they're familiar with is participating in the program? Well, Craig, you know, you go to halfofftuitions.com and there's a complete list of all the participating schools. They're listed alphabetically and then we also have a section where they're listed by individual cities. So the parents can go on to the website, kind of peruse through it at their leisure, and then find a school that they're going to be targeting for their child. 
And once they find that school, they can begin the process of getting that child enrolled. So once the parents find the school on the website and click on it, they can see what vouchers are available for what grades. And if they see a grade that they want to enroll their child in, you'll see the contact information on that page, which is me, Mike Shields. (laughs) Um, They click on it and they will send me an email simply and just say, I'd like to enroll my student in this grade at that school. And then from there, I take it and run with it. And, of course, there are several reasons for that. First, ascertaining what schools are participating, easily found at the website, halfofftuitions.com. And then, once they see the school there and the grade that has the grade that's offering a tuition voucher, to then contact you. This will verify that that voucher is still available. We should stress that it's on a first-come, first-serve, first-qualified basis. And so, if that voucher is still available, then a parent can reserve it, and I understand, make an appointment then to go and tour the school in person, learn more about the educational offerings at that particular school, and kind of get a broader sense of exactly what that school will be able to do for their child. That's exactly right. They do get to go through pretty much the same process as any student in any family would. They're going to be uh, subject to the same qualifications that all the schools have, but it is, like you said, it's first come, first serve. So the sooner they act, the better it is for them. With me is the general manager of our station, Mike Shields, who've been talking about a special program available to Bay Area parents at halfofftuitions.com that literally will allow your child as a first-time private school enrollee to benefit from the 50% reduction of the normal tuition rate for a school year. And Mike, this is remarkable in that so many parents are struggling with what schools have been through with shutdowns and the so-called distance learning. Many parents frustrated that their child doesn't seem to be advancing, if anything, maybe losing momentum. And so as a result, more and more parents across the Bay Area are turning to private education. Many schools, of course, offering significantly smaller student-teacher ratios, of course, observing all of the guidelines related to health and safety, but most importantly, too, providing the kind of quality education that will really allow a child to advance and to flourish. And Mike, the the sacrifice that parents make, we're really seeing a difference in this kind of quality education, aren't we? We are, Craig. And you can look time and time again at the students that are graduating from the Christian schools. Usually their SAT scores are higher than those in public schools. The percentage of these students that are getting into colleges is also much higher. It's the facts, and, and that's the way it is. It's just the advantage that these Christian schools and the education you receive is definitely worth it. There are many parents that perhaps have pondered what a private education might mean for their child, but they've always hesitated because of the cost. And certainly the impact of COVID-19 on education in schools all across the country really have parents rethinking whether or not, in fact, they can make that sacrifice to make it work for a child in private school. And what's wonderful about the half-off tuition programs is it makes that first school year so much easier. Talk us through some of the details in terms of what it takes to qualify for a parent to send their child to a private school through the half-off tuition program. Really, the only rules, if you would, is these are for first-time students, uh, students who are not currently going to the schools. It also is limited to uh, one student per family. We should also mention that 
Once a parent purchases a voucher, it doesn't guarantee attendance for a student to the specified school, as the student has to meet all the regular school admission, attendance, and other conduct requirements that are kind of normal for any student going to any school. That's true, and you know, once once the once the parents uh, contact us, and we and we do charge a credit card uh, for the half tuition. That's how we've been doing it for over ten years. Um, the schools are still able to maintain their normal admittance requirements. Now, if for any reason the student does not meet the requirements, we will give them a full and immediate refund within 24 hours on that credit card charge. And again, you can go to halfofftuitions.com for complete details if you just simply click on the Terms tab. That's halfofftuitions.com. Mike, for some parents, they might go to the website, look at the list of schools participating, and say, gee, I know of a wonderful school just up the street from us, but I don't see that they're participating. How can they determine whether or not perhaps that school might decide to become a part of the half-off tuitions program? You know, what we've done, Craig, is when a parent goes on and they don't find the school they're looking for, all they need to do is to contact me, Mike Shields. My contact information is, is all over the, the, uh, the pages of the website, and, and we will make calls to that school on behalf of that family. We have added a number of schools over the years through that very method where, where parents don't find what they're looking for, but they contact us and say, hey, can you help us, and we'll do everything we can. There's a wonderful tool available at halfofftuitions.com for parents where not only you can directly request a school that you don't find on the list, but you can also sign up for updates as new schools are being added all the time. Now, again, Mike, this is going to be for the upcoming school year, and folks can go online to halfofftuitions.com to get not only complete details regarding requirements, terms, conditions, but also information pertaining to exactly how the program works and how a private education might indeed make a significant difference in your son or daughter's life. Again, the website for more information, halfofftuitions.com. That's halfofftuitions.com. Or you can call toll-free 800-947-5329. That's 800-947-5329. Mike, this has been a remarkable program that, as you point out, has benefited hundreds of families across the Bay Area over the course of the last 10 years. And during that time, what kind of stories or feedback do you hear from parents? They make the call, they go online, they purchase the voucher, they get their child enrolled in private school. Do you get any feedback in terms of the kind of difference that this private education is making in the lives of these students and these participating families? Greg, we get that kind of feedback every single year. Um, it's it's amazing, um, you know, the, the the difference that this program has made in the lives of of, of their families' children. Um, it's just it's very heartwarming. It's very fulfilling, and as I said, it's we we receive these emails and phone calls during the campaign, which normally will run from March through August. We receive input almost on a weekly basis. So as this program is making the difference in the lives of students across the Bay Area, maybe it's time that includes your son or daughter. Find out more about the Half-Off Tuition program available right now by going to halfofftuitions.com. 
That's halfofftuitions.com. There you'll find not only details about how the program works, but a complete list of schools across the Bay Area that are participating. And as we mentioned before, if you don't find the school you're looking for, you can request that we contact them to join the program. Go to halfofftuitions.com or call toll-free 800-947-5329. That's 800-947-5329. And Mike, I'm sure that you're looking forward to more students this year really participating and seeing a significant difference in the lives of these children. Absolutely. Especially again, you know, after what everybody's gone through and we're all just kind of praying for a normal a very nice and normal school year starting in the fall. You know, certainly when we speak of academic standards and quality of an education, a lot of us find compelling reasons for private or parochial education. But that's from the academic standards point of view. What about from the spiritual side of the equation? Well, joining me now in studio is senior pastor from The Bridge, located in San Mateo, Pastor Brian Goodell. Uh, pastor Goodell, obviously concerns that every parent has about the caliber and quality of an education from an academic standards viewpoint is something that we all think about. Will my son or daughter have the appropriate skill set when they graduate from high school to move on to a two- or four-year college and head down the path that God has called them from, called them to properly prepared with all the skill set that they need to ultimately succeed in life? That said, there's also another very important factor that I suspect probably went into your family's decision to send your children to Redwood Christian Schools, and that is the spiritual side of things. Speak to that, if you would, please. Sure, that's very important. Uh, As parents, you know, you work so hard to uh, develop a strong spiritual foundation in the lives of your kids, and and you're looking for uh, an environment that's going to be able to sustain that, that's going to complement that. Uh, We certainly don't look to the Christian school uh, to be the primary focus uh, or input of spiritual life into our kids, but to be a supplement to that, a complement to that, where we feel like the things that we're instilling in them in our home, in our church, uh, are, are being reinforced on a daily basis in their school environment. Now, at one point, you had made a decision to shift from public education into private education. What, what was behind that shift? Because a lot of parents look at this and say, gee, I'm paying taxes. There's no voucher program in the state of California. So here I am already paying to educate my child, in a sense, publicly. And yet now we're making the sometimes very difficult sacrificial decision to educate our children privately as well. Was there something that that at some turning point you said, time now to get the kids out of public schools and into private education? Yeah, for us, uh, it was the transition of our oldest child uh, out of grammar school into middle school. And that first year in public middle school really was uh, an eye-opening experience for us. Uh, And we just saw the challenge and the difficulty that that she was having in that environment. And we knew that uh, we wanted to do whatever it took, whatever the sacrifice required uh, to, to make sure that our kids had the environment that support system, um, that sphere of influence, the faculty, the, 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 the children as well around them that were going to uh, reinforce everything that we had worked so hard to instill in our kids. And we get one shot at this. And any parents know that you blink and your kids are they're growing and they're moving on and they're moving out of high school into college opportunities into adulthood where ultimately they're going to take their own path. So this was our chance to make that investment in them. And, and we knew that that was something that we needed to do. And we had 
uh, in the history of our five children, we've actually had our children uh, not only in private Christian school, in public school, but there was also a short time when they were in kindergarten and first grade where we homeschooled. So we've kind of uh, gone the gamut, as it it were, in terms of all the different types of education and really believe strongly uh, in the value of Christian education. When we had moved from the East Bay to the peninsula, um, after a few years, again, of having our children in a public school environment in our community so that we could become more established there as new pastors in our city, uh, we really began to pray. And it was it was really a process. It was not an easy decision. We knew that not only financially would there be a tremendous sacrifice for us, but in terms of other resources, our time, our energy, driving across the bridge every day, picking them up. We considered other variables, you know, how well would they be able to uh, involve themselves in the community of a school that was outside of our neighborhood? And would we be willing to go that extra mile for athletics and extracurricular activities. And my wife and I really took a time. It was probably a few months of prayer and fasting, reviewing our budget, looking at what was important. And ultimately, we really felt like the Lord led us to make this investment and to sacrifice whatever it took so that our kids could be well prepared for their adult life. Pastor Goodell, for a lot of families, as you know, yours included, this is a difficult decision. Difficult in the sense that while they might see the, the, the added benefit of the spiritual support, the quality of the academics, Thank but you. then there's the financial consideration that every family has to go through. And then, of course, when you add multiple children, it's an even bigger challenge. For folks listening right now that would say, boy, you know, I, I'd love to do this, but how do we know it's going to be worth the sacrifice that we know as a family we're going to have to make? What would you say as, as not only a father but also as a pastor to someone that, that's, that's working through the question of to educate privately or publicly. Now, obviously, every family has to pray about this, and we did for a long time. And I know that many families feel led to be committed to a public school environment and the importance of being a light in a dark place. And I believe that. And I believe that the Lord is going to lead each family accordingly to see the growth Uh, in our children, um, to see them developing and flourishing in various uh, areas of their lives. It's so well worth it. And in the end, as you said before, you only get one shot at this. That's right. Our appreciation to Pastor Brian Goodell, Senior Pastor from The Bridge in San Mateo. To get more details pertaining to our half-off tuition opportunity, simply go to halfofftuitions.com or call toll-free 800-947-5329. Quite often, it's a difficult decision that a lot of families have to struggle through. Why? Because they know there is oftentimes some significant sacrifice that has to be made. Not just the economics of it all, but oftentimes the time that's involved to privately educate your child. But in the end, it is vitally important to understand that you get one shot at this, and as parents, you better do it right. Joining me now in studio is Al Hearn, who is the superintendent of Redwood Christian Schools located in Castro Valley. High expectations is the term that comes to my mind. For a lot of families, I think, that are looking at the sacrifice economically, the sacrifice in terms of their time, they have high expectations for the outcome of their child's scholastic career. What goes into making sure that those high expectations are being met? It's not just what we do at school. It's not just what parents do at home. It's not just what pastors do at church. It's a team of the three of us working together to impact the lives of the students. What about from the perspective of the school? Uh, When you have students coming in, what are the expectations that the school is looking toward? Uh, We really expect kids to be kids. 
we know that uh, students are going to come in and they're going to make their mistakes. They're, they're not going to be perfect. They're going to have some learning challenges. They may not turn their homework in all the time. And that's what we should expect from, uh, from our young people. And what we try and do is help them to establish expectations for themselves and then live up to those expectations. If uh, it's an issue of not getting their homework turned in time, uh, you know, we put a plan in place to help them learn that bit of responsibility that they need. If it's a struggle in math class, uh, we try to set up a time at lunch or after school where they can go in and get that extra help to get the foundation so that they can build off of that. At the end of the day, it sounds like a Christ-centered environment with high academic standards and that tremendous amount of teamwork, as we mentioned earlier, is really the key then to a successful academic career at Redwood Christian Schools. Yeah, I would uh, completely agree with that. Well, Al, I appreciate so much you taking some time to be with us today. Al Hearn, superintendent of Redwood Christian Schools in Castro Valley. We understand how much you value your child's education. We also know how costly a quality education can be. This is the reason why, once again, we're offering the special half-off tuition voucher that has already benefited hundreds of families across the San Francisco Bay Area. Remember, this program applies to new families enrolling a child for the very first time. And you can get complete terms and details by going to halfofftuitions.com. That's halfofftuitions.com. We've partnered with some of the most prestigious Christian and private schools throughout the San Francisco Bay Area to offer you this very special opportunity. So don't delay. Get more details today. Go to halfofftuitions.com. That's halfofftuitions.com or call toll-free 800-947-5329. That's 800-947-5329 or again online anytime at halfofftuitions.com. Your family could be the next to benefit from our half-off tuitions program. Vouchers are available right now on a first-come, first-served basis. So visit halfofftuitions.com today for complete details, including a map of participating schools. That's halfofftuitions.com. Thanks for listening. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.